Dip it in and sauce it up with Sergio Lopez and Vanessa Walsh. 8-Bit Saucy Podcast. Dip it in and sauce it up. Hello, Sauceketeers. Welcome to a new episode of A Bit Saucy. I'm your host, Vanessa Walsh. And I'm Sergio Lopez. And today... <laughs> we will... Sorry. Try not to like react every single time you do that, but I can't help it. <laughs> and today we will be reviewing Nick's Cove, a new favorite of ours mm-hmm. in Marshall, California. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's the place we've been driving uh, like by for so long. Forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've probably driven by this place. I don't know, like. 500 times (laughs) i don't know if that's actually true but um yeah so i always thought of it as a place that was like too fancy for me but that's probably going back to when i used to you know come down to this area when i was like 17 18 or whatever but now we can afford to go here and it's actually not that crazy expensive right Um, it's pretty much you know on par with a lot of sonoma county uh marin county type of places especially seafood places right yeah um, so anyway, yeah, this place is also kind of in the vein of River's End. It also has a bunch of cottages you could rent out. So mm, you can mm-hmm. just, um, well, we'll talk a little bit more about the atmosphere of this place later, but you could just eat and drink the night away <laughs> and then go to your little cottage. So that would be a wonderful thing to do at some point in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, how should we get started? Um... We don't have any history hive, do we? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't look up history hive. I bet there is a cool one here. Well, this would be... A, see, I'm not finding, like, a history, like, section or anything on their website. Um, ooh, there's a cool picture of bioluminescence. Oh, nice. Yeah. In the bay. Yeah, I guess it's kind of known to Mollus Bay to... Um, have bioluminescence and actually mm-hmm. people that's where people set off for it right there right um, or right next to nick's cove at the uh at the marina there mm-hmm. um apparently my aunt tried to do that once and she just kayaked out into the dark ass water and it was just dark and, <laughs> and scary yeah, <laughs> and that was geez. all she got but one time at dylan beach i was at a party and they were watching Requiem for a Dream, and it was really killing the vibe. Yeah. So me and a few friends decided to go down to the beach, and boy, are we glad we did, because oh, there was wow. bioluminescence happening, and you could, like, run your hand through the water, and the whole, like, trail of water would light up. Wow, that's um, so cool. And then as you would, like, run across the wet sand, your footprints would light up. <laughs> that's It magical. was, like, the coolest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was way better than that crappy party. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, for a party plays Requiem for a Dream in the middle and just be like, this will liven up the mood. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I never even like seen that movie either. So um, for reference, Dylan Beach is like basically right over a couple of hills from where next Cove is, even Mm -hmm. though driving there would take a very long time. Um, But so anyway, um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk about the atmosphere? Sure. I mean, just the whole like the whole location vibe. and vibe right. is kind of what drew us to the place in the first place. So Nick's Cove is not technically in Marshall, or it is technically in Marshall, California, but 
It's not actually in like the town of Marshall. It's kind of its own little town. Yeah. Some people call it Marconi because the Marconi Center is right there, which is Uh like a conference center, Mm -hmm. um, which is also a very oddly placed place <laughs> i know uh it's also i've heard it called a bivalve i believe because of the whole oh, uh-huh. trade there mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but the most notable thing is the miller boat launch so there's mm, um right a, a famous boat launch right there which i was just talking about which is where people launch to go to the bioluminescence um it's also hog island is a big island in the middle of tamales bay um and it is also um, that boat launch is like right across from it. So if you want to kayak to this island, that's where you set off as well. Mm-hmm. I have never kayaked here. Um, it's a little bit uh, kind of, it It can be kind of rough conditions sometimes. A lot of times we go and it's very calm, Yeah, but it has some ocean influence. So mm-hmm. it can just change at the drop of a hat on you. Mm-hmm. And there's like wind and waves and stuff to contend with. So yeah, Jeez. I would love to kayak there sometime though in, in good conditions. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have to see about that. Um, I'm sure my friends who live in Inverness think I'm a wisp by saying that. They like swim across the bay. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. But, um, yeah, I, so as everybody knows who listens to the show and knows me, I am obsessed with Tamales Bay. <laughs> um, got that whole like old timey historical fishing village vibe <laughs> that I'm super into. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, this is a really nice place. Um, we really like this area in general and we've been wanting for a while to, uh, park at this Miller boat launch and paint, um, we haven't because it's five bucks, <laughs> which is silly. Uh, most parking around the area is free, though. So it's like having right. to pay five bucks is it's not like a deterrent, like we can't afford it. But it's just deterrent in like, well, why bother paying five bucks when you could park other places for free? But it really is one of the only places to park like in this specific area. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And it was totally worth it, by the way. I would absolutely do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it turned out to be a little bit more of a park. Than I realized because you can't really see the the cliff side unless you park there. Right. So there's like a whole like kind of shoreline that you can kind of explore a bit. Right. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. I guess we'll get into like one of the cooler things about this place is that it has a boathouse. Mm-hmm. And oh, um, yeah. you can see the boathouse from the aforementioned park we're talking about, which is right next to it. And um, yeah, it sticks like way out into the. It's on a dock that's really very long, mm-hmm. and there's a um, there's a like little ramp at the end of it. So it's mm-hmm. like you could be kayaking. A, I think the idea is like you could be kayaking or boating all around or fishing, and you just like land at this boathouse that's like way out over the water, mm-hmm. and then they have a phone. Uh, that you can call inside the boathouse and you can order food. So I think it's like you could be like a smelly boater or whatever and then yeah. like call on this phone. And there's like a big huge table in there and there's a piano and like I could totally see just having an absolute blast at this place in the right circumstances, mm-hmm. you know. Um, unfortunately, with COVID and everything, it, the vibe is a little bit different. But um so I guess getting into atmosphere before we get into anything else. So we were reading Yelp reviews of this page and they were not very flattering, which was interesting. Yeah. And um, the reason being that I guess 
they have kind of a confusing like COVID ordering setup. Mm-hmm. So they don't have table service anymore, which is fine. I've had like some friends of mine like complain when places don't have table service and you have to go like pick up your food at the mm. counter. I I really could not care less. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, um, but it is kind of confusing because you have to go to like the receptionist. Yeah. To order because it's also a hotel. So you go to like the receptionist to order your food and then they make your drinks at the bar and then you go sit down and then a buzzer um, goes off and you get your food, which doesn't sound that complicated, but it it was not very obvious. (laughs) Yeah. You kind of almost have to go from like station to station. (laughs) Right. Particularly where you order the food. Right. Yeah. It wasn't super clear. Right. You kind of had to go in there and poke around. Right, exactly. But it's like, that's fine. Once you figure it out, no big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, there are a couple different places you can sit. They had kind of like an outdoor sunroom type of area. And then mm-hmm. they had like the actual inside. I thought the actual inside was a little too crowded for my liking. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just like, oh, do we have to sit outside? It was like freezing out. And then we realized like, oh, no, they have this whole extra big mm-hmm. room that had like heaters and stuff. Yeah, it was almost like a banquet hall sort of. Right. Yeah. And it was right over the water. Uh, same, you know, a little bit of like the vibe Tony's had, but mm-hmm. bigger. And um, yeah, so our food came out. So they made our drinks right away. Um and our food came out pretty quick, too, but we're not going there quite yet. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess we could continue talk- to talk about the atmosphere. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So, after we ate, we'll go back to our meal in a minute, but after we ate, we decided to take a stroll down this dock. And this is when we realized, like, this dock and this boathouse is part of the restaurant. Like, it's actually connected. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was, like, the little town's dock or something. Right, me too. The little town's boathouse. And I didn't think this boathouse was actually anything. I thought <laughs> it was just, like, a little shed or shack or something. Uh-huh. Um, but we are walking down this dock, and we realized there's Christmas lights lining the whole, like, edges of it. And it's it's really long. I want to say it's, like, 100 yards or something. Maybe not 100 yards. Maybe, like... Oh, like 50. 50 yards, yeah. But it's it's further than, like, you're probably picturing. <laughs> and um, it's, like, as long as, like, a significant pier, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, anyway, and we walk out there and we're like, can we go in this little boathouse? And then we realize it's completely open. And there's, like, a kid in there, probably about 15, <laughs> playing the most beautiful piano. <laughs> and... It's so pretty in there, just like a beautiful table, the phone you can call to order food. Um, There's tables outside as well. And then there's like the little boat ramp that boats could come up to. And it's just like, they've put so much effort into making this place nice because stuff like this out here in the fog and the cold and the sea, it could get so beat up and gross like so quickly. And this place was like pristine, mm-hmm. you know, this boathouse. And they had these like glowing lights and we we actually painted the boathouse beforehand and I made sure to like include the glowing lights. Mm-hmm. And I've actually like driven home at night down this road too and you see it all lit up and you're like, oh, what is that place, you know? Um, 
So it has really cool, like, orange glowy lights in it. And it's really pretty at night when, like, there's nothing out there and it's totally dark out over the water. But then this, like, warm, welcoming boathouse is there. So anyway, I love this boathouse. I thought it was, like, the coolest little place. Um, And... So anyway, that was a cool uh, part of the atmosphere. And it's like this place, it's like the center of this little town area, you Mm -hmm. know? It's just like, this is like the hub of the community, you know? (laughs) And so, yeah, what a cool place. Like, I really love this. And part of it is kind of my natural connection to Tomales Bay and my natural (laughs) love of like basically everything this place represents, you know? (laughs) Right. So, yeah, big fan of the atmosphere of this place for sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyway, what did you think? (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was just like a really kind of old-timey, but still kind of modern at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, it still felt like kind of a throwback um, in the area, but, like, it was all really nice. Like, I, I thought everything... Um, had this kind of old school charm to it, mm-hmm. but uh, not in a way that was kitschy at all. No, it's just legit. Yeah, <laughs> like it wasn't trying to pretend to be uh, like any more like nostalgic <laughs> than just like existing from a long time ago, and just like kind of trying to keep up with the times without be- trying to be like trendy and like jump on the the new like bandwagon aesthetic of the area <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> naturally nostalgic yeah <laughs> yeah yeah all right well should we get into our food yeah and drinks, and drinks. <laughs> all right well i guess we could talk about our drinks first we got the same drink because it uh-huh. just sounded really good which was it was a tamales tonic so St. George Terroir, my favorite word to say, Terroir, Terroir <laughs> Gin, and Housemade Tonic and Lime. Mm-hmm. So su- super simple, um, but it was really good. It was it a was nice, really good, very yeah. refreshing uh, uh, cocktail. <laughs> it was nice and well-balanced. It had uh, a yummy flavor. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, not much else to say. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just remember it. Uh, really liking the the lime and the, like the the squeeze of the juice in there. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. So, all right. So, yeah. I mean, it's a gin and tonic, so not a lot to say. It's about gin and tonic, but it, yeah, it had good flavor as well. Mm-hmm. All right. So, food. I got. Where's mine? The Nick's Cove shrimp shrimp <laughs> shrimp Louie. Uh, cucumber, radish, egg, tomato, Louis dressing, avocado, and you added the Dungeness crab. I sure did. I don't even think there was shrimp on it. I think the crab was instead of the shrimp. Oh, okay. Which was totally fine with me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. I just realized iPhone has a new crazy feature where uh, it can actually highlight words in a photo. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Wow, technology these days. That's so weird. (laughs) Anyway, um, so this was delicious. I was so happy with this. I've actually never gotten Crab Louie before, even though I thought about it. I've seen it at Rivers End and stuff. 
Reason being, it was it is twenty nine dollars. This is a thirty dollar salad you're talking about here. <laughs> right. Um, so that's the reason I've never gotten it. I've never wanted to. Probably pay. our most expensive salad ever. <laughs> Probably, yeah. So I've never w- wanted to pay that, but. You guys will probably hear about this a couple times. I am on a diet, kind of. I don't like to. It's not really a diet. I'm just eating healthier. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't want to get a sandwich or anything like that, as tempting as it may be. And I hadn't had Dungeness crab in season yet at this point either. Mm -hmm. So I thought this, now is the time. Now is the time to pony up and get get this salad. And I have no regrets. This was amazing. It was so good. That Dungeness crab, it felt like half a crab or something on the salad, <laughs> yeah. I swear. There was so much of it. Um, yeah, it was a good amount. You you know, you always uh, are afraid of that, but this is a, a legit place, and you're spending a, a decent amount of money, so it's fair to expect a good amount oh, of yeah. crab. And this was fresh crab, too. Mm-hmm. You could tell. Oh, yeah. It's kind you of like the, the claw meat, mm-hmm. like, and still in the, like, claw shape and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. Everything on this was fantastic. I have absolutely zero complaints about anything to do with it. I think I ate the whole entire thing, <laughs> which is rare for me for a salad. Yeah. But, yeah, this was true. loaded with crab. Everything was good. I liked their light, creamy dressing. At first, the mm-hmm. dressing felt a little, like mayonnaise to me almost like it was too creamy and not enough flavor but then once it was mixed in the whole salad i realized it actually would like perfectly complemented it oh good um it wasn't a particularly flavorful dressing actually was it yesterday that we got uh a crab louis and it had we'll talk about that in a future episode but it had um dressing on it that was basically like in and out special sauce <laughs> and it was so different it was like it was too flavorful for the crab. So mm-hmm. my number one complaint about a lot of different crab dishes I've had in my in the past are that it has something like bell peppers or onions or something like that. And crab is crab is such a delicate flavor that um that it can't really stand up to like too strong of other flavors. It needs to be complemented, not overshadowed. And this was perfect. Um they did a great job with the crab Louis. They um yeah, every ingredient was fresh. The crab was local and delicious. Mm-hmm. It was totally worth every penny. I loved it. Um, and it fit into my diet just fine, mm-hmm. which was great. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, let's get into what you got. I got the Lagunitas IPA battered fish and chips. Mm-hmm. This is wild-caught rock cod, tartar sauce, coleslaw, and ca- hand-cut Kennebec fries. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this was a really good, just kind of uh, back-to-basics kind of <laughs> fish and chips. Um, just done really well. Um, the The batter was just right. Mm-hmm. The rock cod was, was good. Mm-hmm. And um, the fries were actually very good, too. Um, i trying to remember if they came <laughs> with what kind of. I mean, I'm sure it came with ketchup, but I think it came with like an aioli as well. I think it did. Yeah, yeah it did. Um, and wasn't there a house-made tartar sauce? Yes. Yeah. Gosh, so these fish and chips were like perfect. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I loved my salad, but I definitely had a little bit of like regret about <laughs> about not having yours because it, it was just so tasty. Yeah, it was like perfect batter, super high quality, delicious fish. Mm-hmm. 
My only complaint was that there wasn't more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, really good. Um, yeah, I was perfectly satisfied with the amount of food that we got. Um, coleslaw isn't really my thing, so oh, yeah. um, the little bit I had just to try it. If I were a coleslaw-liking man, I would say it'd be a good piece. <laughs> coleslaw-liking of, good, man. <laughs> I would say it's a good coleslaw. <laughs> cool. Very nice. So yeah, that's all we pretty much got. Yeah, they do have other things on there, so could talk about that next i guess <laughs> okay let me let me look at mine how much were your fish and chips by the way oh i guess we haven't talked uh price mine was uh 23 dollars. yours was 29 yeah well that's not too bad 23 i mean especially for the area so keep in mind this is very very rural you know they have to mm -hmm. go through a lot of effort for the ingredients they get and they use good mm -hmm. local ingredients so you know if you want to get into a quick uh value uh, yeah Okay. It's like, I think the value, I mean, it's one of those things that it's like not cheap for sure. Mm -hmm. Not cheap. Definitely a little more than, you know, average, but worth it. I think definitely worth it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a place that um, if you want to think of it more as like uh, what to expect rather than like a don't want to discourage anybody from going to this place because the prices might be high, but this is um, uh, definitely a higher level than like, you know, the the Crab Shack type of places that, that um, line Bodega Bay, <laughs> mm -hmm. like that kind of place. It's it's not like, a, it's not just like touristy. It's yeah. actually really good seafood, even though like it's a very popular place for, for tourists to go because, you know, it's in a very appealing place for tourists to be in. But, uh, you know, this caters to people who have a good taste in seafood and it's really high quality and you're going to get your money's worth if you do decide to spend that. Yeah. Yeah. So looking at the menu, um, they have a clam chowder and I'm curious how it would compare to Tony's clam chowder, which mm -hmm. is totally unusual clam chowder. It yeah. is $12, which is on the pricey side for a clam chowder. So I'm curious. Uh, Looks like it comes with bacon as well. Yeah. Bacon in the clam chowder. That's that's always good. It's mm. always good to have bacon in things. <laughs> Toasted sourdough bread with herbed garlic butter, four dollars. That sounds good. I mean, it's I just bet that's bread, pretty but good. But there's a winter salad for thirteen dollars, which is mm. a little uh, cheaper if you if that's your thing. There's mm -hmm. oysters if you like oysters. Mm -hmm. Cast iron mac and cheese. I, that oh, sounds it, good. It oh, it comes crab. with crab too. If Each you want. cheddar, Grand Cru Gruyere, Grana Padano, and Dungeness crab. So that sounds amazing. That's a pretty expensive mac and cheese if you get the crab, but I but the, like we said, the crab is the highest quality crab you can get. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely, it's like super fresh and yummy. Um, this is this is probably the crab season menu, the winter menu. So mm -hmm. I doubt it's the same. I'm sure it's probably not the same. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you can also get the fries on their own and you can add black truffle oil garlic and do you know what grana padano is i do not know what that is <laughs> well that comes with whatever <laughs> it is so you can make them basically garlic truffle fries maybe it's a type of cheese like a, 
grated cheese that they do on on garlic fries sometimes. Grana Padano is a cheese originating okay. originating in the Po River Valley in northern Italy. Okay. See, using my iPhone's new highlight feature. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Wow. Yeah. So that sounds really good. Uh, one thing that sounds amazing to me on here is the fish tacos. Just mm. because your fish and chips were so good, uh-huh. I bet those are the same uh, stuff. Uh, cilantro aioli, tortilla chips, tomatillo salsa. Sounds good. Seafood mm-hmm. roll is probably delicious. Mm-hmm. And that's $28. Yeah. Comes with lobster and shrimp, though. Mm-hmm. Brioche yeah. roll and uh, vinegar ch- uh, malt and vinegar chips. I bet it's delightful. House malt vinegar chips. Oh, I bet that's good. Um, there's also chopino, if that is your thing. I've never really ventured into that <laughs> i didn't see this at the bottom of the menu there is a new it says news next cove table with a view cookbook now available oh. for 29.99 <laughs> that's kind of recipes cool. for starred items can be found in our cookbook oh. <laughs> wow so there's the fish tacos are on there the chipino uh the clam chowder no really the shrimp louie well that's not hard you just like put the ingredients <laughs> right the fries, uh, the fries and the mac and, and cheese. Mac and cheese. Oh. That's pretty cool, actually. Oh, yeah. and the chocolate tort as well. As far oh, as cool. <laughs> wow, pomegranate chocolate tort comes with pomegranate molasses and whipped cream. Wow, that sounds really good. <laughs> it does. They also have is it pear bread pudding? Is that what it says? Warm, warm pear bread pudding, mm-hmm. golden raisin, salted caramel, and whipped cream. I probably pass on that one. Mm-hmm. Not my thing. Um. But yeah, a lot of things, almost the whole menu here sounds good, except for the oysters, which are just not our, not our jam. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not very big on Chipino either. Um, yeah, they also have steamed mussels, which wouldn't be my thing either. <laughs> no, but you know, I'm sure they're good for people who like that, that kind of thing. This one's kind of interesting. Braised short rib sugo. I don't even know what that is. It says it's rigatoni pasta and it has smoked mushrooms and that grana padano. Oh, I oh, bet that's good. I, I bet, bet it is. good. Uh, um, yeah, just about everything, like you said, sounds appealing to me, too. Um, they have other cocktails on there. They have something called Winner Take Nothing. <laughs> that sounded good, but it has grapefruit juice, which I cannot have. Uh, okay, it's gin, absinthe, Earl Grey, grapefruit juice, and lime. Earl Grey? Weird. I've seen that as... Um, well, yeah, I've seen that, too. As an um, ingredient that, sometimes. That taste sound like it tastes mm-hmm. very good. There's a margarita. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Moscow Mule. I think I almost got the Moscow Mule. This one was kind of weird to me. This Marshall Manhattan, which is a bourbon, and also they use Deschute Obsidian Stout Syrup. So that's a type of beer that they make into a syrup. That sounds intense. Right? Deschute's from Bend, Oregon. Yeah. (laughs) And then a barrel-aged Boulevardier. (laughs) Boulevardier. Boulevardier. That's a... That's interesting. It's got vermouth in it and bourbon. That sounds intense too. Right. Yeah. They have hard kombucha and yeah, well, just a Lots bunch of, of beers. Like mm-hmm. bottles and cans and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of good things. We will be back here for sure. This will probably be a go-to as far as like special occasion type places go for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say so. Yeah, very happy about that. Um, Loved this restaurant, loved the atmosphere, loved the food, mm-hmm. loved the funny little boathouse, just love that like old timey by the sea kind of vibe. Um, let's play this kid's piano song for everybody. 
So we that walk. That was in- not from the soundboard, guys. No, we walk into the boathouse, and this fifteen-year-old kid is playing that. And as soon as he saw us, he like freaked. got all bashful. <laughs> and he he was just like oh, oh, and then like stopped playing and like ran away. Like he was so embarrassed. I was like, don't stop, <laughs> keep going, please. <laughs> right. But you could hear it from like way down the dock. It was like we were going into this like magical fairyland or something like that with all the like (laughs) the beautiful piano and stuff so yeah um i think we've gone over pretty much everything yeah i think so oh so new feature we're introducing here yeah we're making a little change and we're making a little change so we are (laughs) we have decided we are no longer going to number rate restaurants Mm -hmm. instead we're going to go with a little more positive of a spin. <laughs> and we are going to um, list the categories from our Best of the Year episode that this might qualify for. Yeah. So this one has a few for me. Yeah, me too. Um, gosh, I, I want to read more about the history of this restaurant. Maybe we could do an update later. Because uh, I bet it has an interesting history. Yeah. Being like the town hub. So I would say... I would put this under most excited to go back. Uh, most memorable. Favorite podcast moment. <laughs> Which is what? Probably walking into that boathouse. Oh. <laughs> um. Let's see. Best seafood. Best seafood for sure. I already got that right. Best now. salad. Nice. Best alcoholic drink. That was a pretty good drink. Actually was. Yeah. They probably won't edge out everybody else. Best yeah. atmosphere. And best atmosphere for sure. Um, uh, that's about it. Yeah. I, I might, I might give it more if we, if it were to be like consistent, you know, mm-hmm. like best meal, it might qualify for, you know, right stuff like that. But a lot of these like high level ones, I feel like I need consistency from a place for like a couple different times. Before I start putting in those kind of categories, you know. So anyway, yeah. Um, that's how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we had a lot of reasons to want to um, update our rating system because, especially um, last year, a lot of um, places we rated very similarly. And very, like, in the same range. So, kind of felt like it wasn't really being that helpful to try and distinguish, you know, a a seven from a seven and a half, for example. (laughs) And, like, like there's so many, like, uh, high marks that we were giving to people. I just felt like uh, there wasn't enough of of a reason to rate things anymore <laughs> i do yeah i feel like um almost everything was like seven to nine for me right like if it was okay it was a seven if it was really good it was a nine mm-hmm. maybe it was like an eight but i feel like there was like very little deviation from that right and it was just getting kind of like boring and not that interesting it's like what does that really add to the show uh-huh you know um and yeah, and I also feel like it's kind of it can be complicated sometimes too, so it can be kind of hard to distill it down to a number. Mm-hmm. And I'm also like, 
I, it is important to me that we're totally honest and we keep it real, you know? But at the same time, I also would like to our show, like our show's role to be like about boosting restaurants, mm-hmm. you know? And like positivity and stuff in these like difficult, crazy times. Not to be a cliche to say that, but it's true. Um, so that's kind of how I feel about it too. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good point you made because um, the f- most fun part about doing this podcast uh, was uh, also evidenced by the how fun we have doing the year in reviews. Uh-huh. And the reason they're so fun is because it's almost always a celebration of our like most favorite things we did of that year um, food wise. So um, this is a way for us to kind of have like a mini version of that every episode. Right. <laughs> and then we can go back when we actually do the year in review and be like, Oh, these are the ones that I <laughs> thought might be best seafood. Right. What's the best one. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it'll be more fun at the end of the year to to uh, do the awards that way as well. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of our meandering thought process on <laughs> on that. Yeah. So we have a little update. Um, we went to Kosho Sushi. Oh yeah, and we actually sat down. We actually sat down and ate in there. Uh, so yeah. Uh, once again, they did not let us down. I got the Machi Bon, which we already reviewed. Um, this is all also a part of me trying to eat healthy. Um, so, yeah, I got the Machi Bon, which is those were the Hamachi wrapped in snow crab, and they were delicious little flavor bombs as usual. Um, it was nice having them presented how they were meant to be and not like tossed around in a to go container. Um, so, that was tasty. Uh, we also got, I uh, got the miso soup which has delicious mushrooms in it. And that was actually one of my favorite miso soups ever, Mm. to be honest. Um, You could get manila clams added to your miso soup. So yeah, I really like miso soup with a lot of mushrooms in it. So that was kind of nice. And we also got the trumpet mushrooms, which are an old favorite. Gosh, Mm -hmm. they were as good as ever. So this dish is $7 and it only comes with four mushrooms, which are sliced in half. So like four halves of mushrooms, basically. Mm. So I'd recommend if it's two people sharing, just get two. Um, Yeah. One isn't really enough to share and it's so good. These mushrooms taste exactly like steak. Like I'm not even kidding. (laughs) They taste just like steak. They're so good. They're so good. They're so addictive. And I wouldn't have ever thought that like that this would be like my favorite dish at a sushi restaurant, but it pretty much is. And then, oh, what else did I get? You know what I bet that if we were to make or try to make them our, myself, ourselves, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know what would be a good sauce to go with it? What? That homemade teriyaki sauce we made. <laughs> oh, yeah. We made teriyaki sauce the other night and it was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be awesome. Is that all I got? The miso soup, the machi bun, and the trumpet mushrooms? I think so. And then I had a couple bites of your sushi. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because you just wanted to... Um... I was being good. <laughs> yeah, so do we want to talk about what you got? Yeah, I got the... Uh, which roll was it? It was a roll. <laughs> uh... I, yeah, I don't have the... You don't have the up, menu up? The okay, menu up. I'm, I'm looking. Was it Red Dragon? No, I thought it had salmon. No, yeah. Oh, salmon citrus. That's right, yeah. Salmon okay. citrus. And they were not lying when they said 
It's, it's uh, citrus. Snow crab mixed cucumber inside, salmon and lime slices on the outside. It was mm-hmm. those lime slices that were a bit odd mm-hmm. to just like be eating straight up lime slices. But they're, yeah. they're really thin though. That's true. I just didn't want any of the bitterness of I like the rind yeah. to affect it. So yeah, I, I took them off every time. It really didn't change much because it still had all mm-hmm. the lime flavor on the salmon itself. So Yeah, what an interesting combination of flavors they had here. Mm-hmm. This was really good, I thought. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, so you liked it? Yeah, oh, definitely. It's one of the better uh, pieces of, of uh, sushi that I've had in a while, around here especially. <laughs> Does it have avocado in it? It did i think yeah it doesn't sure say it, it does have it has it but there's like a little piece of it you can mm-hmm. kind of see in this picture yeah i'm pretty sure it did yeah but yeah this was a tasty roll and a really like inventive combination of flavors so mm-hmm. i was a fan um we didn't get sake but we got tea mm-hmm. we got green tea and that was really good that was really good it's just yeah. what we needed to they have all this expensive sake here and it's so tempting to get like a 68 bottle of dollar bottle of sake but no we were good and we didn't we probably would not yeah. have felt so good after anyway if we had done that right we were trying to be relatively healthy that day. yeah healthy and not <laughs> and, too expensive uh, yeah frugal a bit yeah but uh yeah so sitting in the restaurant what did you think of that um, so it was freezing out and they have one of those big roll up warehouse doors, mm-hmm. which they had open, but they had like a big outdoor heater kind of blasting inside, mm-hmm. but it was still a little cold. It was. So I don't really I understand why they had that. that big door open like that. I think it's for the people who wanted to sit outside because they have a really so. small, um, dining area. But it just seemed but. like really weird. I, yeah, I don't see it. I don't know why you'd want to sit outside when it's that cold. It was just a really weird way to do it, to have like the restaurant totally open to the outside and then just have a heater like blasting into the building. It seemed very inefficient. It's just like, just shut the door and have the people serve like walk out the front door. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But anyway, it was very clean aesthetic in there though. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did like that. We had good service. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I enjoyed the atmosphere a lot. Yeah, one other quirk I wanted to mention was the the restaurant itself doesn't have a bathroom area. Oh yeah, that's true. So it's a little confusing to try and find it. <laughs> like if you're, you either have to um, ask the servers, which I'm sure they'll they'll direct you to them, but like. If you don't feel like doing that, <laughs> it's in a different, it's kind of hard. yeah, it's in a different building, completely different building. Yeah, so that kind of and sucks. They, they make no sort of of uh, mention of that or directions on how to find right. the bathroom. So. Well, there's like there's a bathroom that's kind of close, but it's like often locked, and the one that I think you have to go to is often locked as well. But maybe mm-hmm. they leave it open when the restaurant's open. I'm guessing. I would hope so. Um, but it is in a totally like different building. And yeah, so that's kind of odd. But that's not, yeah, it's not their fault. It's just like, it's in the Barlow. Mm-hmm. So, and the Barlow is kind of a, a strange layout of place. <laughs> yeah, like the place just looks like some converted old, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, warehouse or it's something. It's like an apple plant. Or, yeah. Um, even though I don't think it's actually converted. I think it like all that stuff is new. They just like... oh use that warehouse aesthetic <laughs> which is i don't know why you would do that and not leave spot for a 
uh, space in your restaurant for a bathroom. I, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I feel like every restaurant needs bathroom access. I don't think that's too much to ask, you know? Yeah. But at, at least there was a bathroom that was open. It was just, it's just confusing to find. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So anyway, not a big deal though. Um, but yeah, we love this place. This is a, this is our new go-to sushi restaurant, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, happy to go here again. I want to spring for the Wagyu short ribs sometimes mm. and see how good those are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they're one of the more expensive things on the menu. But yeah. Oh, yeah, I bet. We love kosher sushi. Um, I think I probably would stick with takeout, though, in the future, unless COVID's like totally over, because I would rather just take the stuff home and be mm-hmm. safe. I think we're going to, you know, with, with exceptions, uh, I think we're going to start doing takeout when we eat out for the most part, just because of, you know, the whole situation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just to Everything's be on the safe side. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's nice and close to our studio too. So we can just go grab some yummy sushi takeout and bring it back. Yeah. This is as close to us as like any other sushi place in Sebastopol. So. Right. Exactly. Uh, might as well go there. Rather go there than like Sushi Hana for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, one thing I would like to do is they have a lot of poke bowls and I would love to just go and grab a poke bowl like for 15 bucks, you know, it's like it, it doesn't have to be some big fancy meal. Right. (laughs) You know, or, you know, get a poke bowl and a side of mushrooms because I don't think I could go here and not get the mushrooms because I love them so much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, that's kind of one of these uh, things where uh, it's like the, the healthy, uh, sushi version or not sushi healthy japanese version of having to get like truffle wings at kin or something right yeah it's true which is totally guilt-free i feel zero guilt eating these mushrooms which mm-hmm. is nice yeah um, so yeah awesome all right anything else mm, that's all just uh yeah we have a few places already um coming up for for our next review <laughs> what's our next review uh, what do you call it? Um, seafood place we just went to. Gosh, look at us with or not seafood. seafood. Uh, oh, uh, a Gott's Redemption. Oh yeah, so yeah. Yesterday we went to Gott's Roadside, and <laughs> we have their Redemption episode. <laughs> even though there was one issue, but yeah, we'll, stay we'll tuned have to, to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, guys. All right, everyone. Till next time. Dip it in and sauce it up. A bit saucy podcast. Dip it in and sauce it up.